0: Good Wednesday to you. The Bill Michaels Show on the air today. I'm excited tonight. Tonight, first and foremost, I'm excited because we are going to be at Root River. Coming up tonight, the Root River Center down in Rawson. Looking forward to that. Uh, Sixty eight. it's the Bill Michaels Huddle. It's brought to you by our friends at Bud Light. But the best part about it is... Tonight, the uh, more uh, it's more of a roundtable this evening. Mike Clemens is going to be joining us on site tonight. So uh, I'm looking forward to that. So don't forget, 6 to 8 tonight, we have the Bill Michaels Huddle. Today, also, the great voice, the innovative voice, creative voice that you hear so often. Kevin Harlan is going to join us today. So I'm looking forward to that. That is going to be awesome. But uh, I, I know yesterday when we left the airwaves, and I have had – let me let me back up a minute. We left the airwaves yesterday, and Aaron Rodgers was talking to Pat McAfee. And I had to pause because I'm thinking to myself, you know, I've got this rush of, of emotion, right? And sometimes that's great. For what we do, sometimes that's really good. Because it is raw, it's unabated, It just, here you go. You know, throw it out there. And I I really, I had to pause yesterday. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to talk about this today. I'm going to talk about this today. So, I sat down last night and I listened to the Pat McAfee interview with Aaron Rodgers. And I just, I, I found myself just... It it was it was to the point I sat down last night I made some uh, made some dinner. I was listening to it. I had it on my phone. I had it in my earpiece. I was listening to it. I was eating dinner and I I found myself like chewing, like angry chewing, like my jaw hurt, you know, and I'm like, oh, God. And then I thought to myself, here we go. It's this anxiety. And I thought, is it just me? You know, am I am I biased in some way? So I thought, let's let's take it. Take a minute. So literally what I did last night is I went upstairs back into the studio, here where I'm at today, and I started to write down my thoughts. And I just penned stuff down. You know, all these different things that I've had with Aaron Rodgers over the years, all these different things that I've said, all these different things that have come up, and positive, negative, the whole thing. Okay, let's sit down. And let's just not hit enter. Let's just, here you go. Here it is. So... I uh, I went to bed last night to friends texting me, and I just kind of held my opinion, said, yeah, kind of here we go again, you know, I get it, you know, um, but I found that my, my friends were kind of pissed and sick and name-calling, and I'm like, wow, the vitriol is real, man. So I got up this morning, exactly what I said I would do. You know, the old adage is, if you're going to type something out, don't give yourself 20. If it's, if it's controversial or, or bad or whatever, don't hit enter. Don't hit enter. Just let it sit and read it the next morning and see if it feels the same way. Okay? So I got up this morning, and, I, I mean, I felt great today. I got up and downstairs, went and worked out, came up, did my oatmeal, man. Got my giant glass of water, chugged 32 ounces, came upstairs. I started doing some work. Uh, We're preparing another another show before we leave for Super Bowl, so I'm excited about that. I can't announce it yet, but I'm excited about it. So, you know, I've got good things going. I've got this good vibe today, right? And then I've got my buddies like, man, I can't wait to hear this. Holy crap, I can't wait to hear this, you know? And I'm like, okay, there you go. Now it's Uh like, okay, Bill, go upstairs and read. Go upstairs and read what you wrote last night. And I got to tell you, I didn't change hardly anything. Anything. Um, so I'm going to give you my thoughts, but what I want to do... Ben, Kenny, how
1: you doing today, by the way? I'm good. I am uh, looking forward to today, I would say. I, I did okay. spill coffee on myself getting out of my car this morning. So <laughs> I'm not off to the best start. It wasn't
0: in your crotch, but do you have a lawsuit pending for a coffee
1: being too hot and now you can go in with a burned wang and say, you know what? You screwed me up. <laughs> no, I, I prefer my coffee uh, cold so uh, it was okay. not close to hot. So that's okay. how the day started. I, I am looking forward to how it continues, though. Okay. Uh, I would assume you have at the ready some of the comments from yesterday,
0: correct? Yes. Yes, indeed. Okay. Why don't you give them to us in order? Just just go ahead and just say, just just set it up and give it to us. So we can all that are just sitting here right now, just salivating at what what I'm going to say, if, if indeed you are, otherwise you're just tuning in going, this guy's a moron,
1: which is fine too. But go ahead, set it up and give it to us and let us hear it. So there are two cuts from the McAfee show. There are many cuts from previously, which I think we will get into later. Mm -hmm. The first was kind of early on after they asked how he was doing physically and how California was and whether he was whale watching. They asked him uh, if he thinks he could still play at a certain level and what will all go into his decision to return to football or not to return to football and whether it's with the Packers. And this was his answer.
2: Uh, What did I say? Washed. uh, Couldn't really play anymore. Washed, yeah. Uh, Wasn't the same. And then I won two MVPs in a row. Oh,
0: yeah.
2: Is that good? With, without really doing anything different. Um, I'm sure there's a lot of the same sentiment this year. Um, you know, I have a lot of comments about uh, a lot of that that i like to keep to myself or I'll share, you know, off air just because out of respect for the whole process and just, you know, some things uh, don't need to be said. I think are more understood... Uh, implicitly, but um, do I still think I can play? Of course, of course, can I play at a high level? Yeah, the highest. I think I can win MVP again. The right situation, um, right situation. Is that Green Bay or is that somewhere else? I'm not sure. But I don't think you should shut down any you know opportunity. Like I said, during the season, it's got to be you know both uh, both sides uh, you know like actually wanting. You know to work together moving forward and uh, I think there's you know more conversation to be had Um, I think no player wants to be part of any type of rebuild I said that years ago Um, reloads are a lot of fun because you feel like you're close you're only a couple guys away this game is about relationships it's about the players you play with and count on even if uh, they don't maybe show up huge in the stat book a guy like Mercedes Lewis is an important cog in the wheel of the locker room and the momentum of the team that's a guy i want to finish my career with you know oh, if geez. i'm playing i want that guy next to me you know i want the randall Cobb's of the world if he wants to keep playing in my locker room guys you can win with you know alan lazar bobby tanyan dave Bakhtiari. Um there's a lot of interesting names that um, we'll see you know they're uh, you know Desire to re sign these certain guys who are glue guys in the locker room will be an interesting conversation to be had. Um, take all that away. I still, you know, need to mentally get to a point where I feel 100% locked in and ready to, uh, to play a 19 season. And if I do, then we'll rock and roll and figure that out. If I don't, then we'll uh, go into the jungles for a while. So then we're going to go into the jungles for a while if you can't
1: figure it out. Ben? What's the other comment? So the other one came after on whether he would be, whether he'd want to be part of a rebuild, what would his return to Green Bay look like? And I think the key part is his quote on if the Packers choose to go younger from that interview with McAfee.
2: A rebuild, you know, unless we have a crazy cap situation. So, uh, you know, no GM or president's ever going to say hey, we're, we're, we're rebuilding. Got it. Um, uh, so that won't, you know. I'm sure that'll trigger somebody asking them, you know, are you guys rebuilding? And, and the answer would be, of course not. You know, we we got this and we've that, and, and But it's a mindset. You know, if they want to go younger and, and think Jordan's ready to go, then then that might be the way they want to go. And if that's the case and I still want to play, then there's only one option, right? That's to play somewhere else. Um, you know, if it's not, and they, you know, like, no, no, we you still want you to play and, you know, this and that, then it'd have to be, uh, you know, the right situation with the roster, it looks like we can we can win it all because there's no point in coming back if you don't think you can win it all.
0: Okay. Now, I've got people on the live stream that are, that are on all of this, and okay, uh, I'll deal with you in, in a short bit. So let me do this because I know uh, by the time I get done here, we're up against it. So I'm actually going to break a little early. Uh, because Brandon, uh, you are so misguided, Brandon, uh, over on the Bud Light live stream, saying that the only reason Aaron talks like this is because it's the media. Hey, we didn't ask him anything. Uh, he went on Pat McAfee willingly to talk about this. So don't act like it's us asking the question. All right, that's an absolutely ignorant statement. It's not us. It was him on Pat McAfee. That's his buddy. That's where. That's his platform to say what he wants to say. Now he has said it. So don't come at us. You are you are you are ignorant there. Uh, I am going to take a break. And then I'm going to react to all of this when we come back. So hang in there. We are brought to you by our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. Tonight we're going to be at the Root River Center. We're going to be down there 6 to 8 tonight. Mike Clemens is going to be in the house giving away all kinds of little tchotchke stuff from our friends at Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. We only have a few of these left. Uh, so next week at uh, New Berlin Alehouse. And then after that we're going to be at Fox's. And then uh, the season comes to an end. So man, oh man, we only got a few of these left. So hang out with us uh, before we head off to uh, to Arizona for Super Bowl. Stay tuned. We've got reaction next on the Bill Michael Show.
3: Covering Wisconsin sports like a blanket. This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
0: Good to have you. The Bill Michaels Show. We continue on. They continue to win. That's our friends at the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. Good hockey. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. Again, milwaukeeadmirals.com. Whether it's single game tickets, uh, a group ticket uh, package, or you want maybe one of the promotional nights that are upcoming, a lot of good stuff going on with the Milwaukee Admirals. Go to milwaukeeadmirals.com. That's milwaukeeadmirals.com. All right. All the McAfee stuff you heard in the first segment. Uh, I want to go over this real quick. And and this this is kind of the, the thought process I had last night. Two thousand and nineteen. Two thousand and nineteen. Things are rolling along, but Aaron had a down year, right? He had a down year. They drafted Jordan Love. That started this, okay? That was the the, the monkey wrench in the gears that that created some of this, right? So Aaron took that, he bounced back, he won the MVP. Back-to-back years, two MVPs, but, and I'm going to get back to that. Remember the word but, I'll get back to that, all right? The NFC Championship game against Tampa Bay, all kinds of run room. Lazard over the middle, threw it to Devontae. Not once, not twice, but three times. Looked awful in the playoff game. In what he called perfect conditions against San Francisco. Wasn't all his fault. Big dog fumbled. Offensive line sucked. But again, there's Devontae. When you needed him the most, there's Devontae, Devontae, Devontae. When there's Alan Lazard running across the middle. They kept back Tiari. They paid the man. They kept uh, Kenny Clark. You thought Kenny was a good guy. They paid the man. Elton Jenkins... This year, kept talking about, you know, what a what, what how he's just become one of the best guards in football. They paid the man. They brought back Randall Cobb just because you needed that guy. They brought him back. Again and again. Crosby, you know, they they you don't kick the veterans to the curb when they're playing well, they, they kept Crosby. Big dog, gotta, gotta end your career with him, right? They bring him back. He's not a pass catcher, but he's a good locker room guy, good blocker. He's got your back, right? Confident. You know why? Because he's a guy your age, or at least close, right? And they kept Lazard. Don't worry about Devontae. Psh, Lazard's going to pick up the slack. There was a lot of times he was wide open, you didn't even throw to him. A guy that you overlooked wide open in back-to-back playoff games to go to Devontae. They did everything they could to bolster the D within the capabilities of the salary cap because they knew you needed help. So they paid Preston. They paid Devondre. They paid Jair, right? They paid him everything you wanted. They did Adams, your guy, not once, but twice in two years, wanted a contract, wanted to get paid. Wanted a deal. But you held the team hostage. Adams got pissed. He's like, look, I'm good, too. It proves out he was, because the offense wasn't jack once he left. He said, I want it, too. At least talk to me. They're like, we can't even talk to you. We don't even know what the quarterback's doing. We can't talk to you. He got so mad, he said, look, I, I can't. I can't. And then, remember, his parting words were, you know, I love Jordan, but which we all went, whoa, wait a minute. So he's seeing the fact that he wants to get to a gold jacket. He's not even going to get to a gold jacket with Jordan Love, and you can't make a decision, and he doesn't think you're coming back. So he's like, you know what? I, I can't wait anymore, man. I'm out. I'm out. He went to play with Carr because he wasn't even... You couldn't even tell him whether or not you were coming back. So it wasn't like Devontae had to leave. It was like Devonte wanted to be paid and everybody waited for you. That circumstance came up because of you. Right? Now, fast forward. You keep calling it my locker room. The last I checked it was the Green Bay Packers. But you put it out there, you want to see how the organization is treated, how other guys are treated, kind of you insinuated before you make a decision. But remember, nobody gets a deal until they know what the hell they're doing with you. But yet you keep saying it's not about the money. And if it wasn't about the money, then why did you take the money? Why did you say I had to be one of the highest paid? $300 million in, right? I got to be better than golf. I got to be better than Mahomes. I got to be better than Carr. I got to be better than Stafford. I, I got to be better than everybody else. I got to have Mo. And now you see, you're like, they can't make deals and do everything they want to do and keep the team for years down the road viable because they've got to pay you. You know, if there was $10 million, $12 million on the table, there's probably another good wide receiver sitting in, the, in that room right now. Or yeah, so another offensive one. Of about the money. It wasn't about the money. If it wasn't about the money, then why take it? If it's not about the money, then why take it? You earn the right to step away. You earn the right to stay away, to go to a beach, to go to a mountaintop, to do whatever it is you want to do. But the hypocrisy continues to leak out when you talk about building relationships. You made the comparison yourself when you said, Tom, when you talk to Tom, it is all football all the time. That's not me. Well, Tom's got seven rings because it is all football all the time. In the biggest moments, I have defended you, and I know your th- thumb was banged up this year at the end of the season. Your knee was banged up this year, but you look slower. You look less quick. Your decision-making was a little bit questionable and slower this year, your reaction time. And then you keep talking about this mutual want. Well, it's up to both sides. It's not just me. It's, you know, you got to, you know, if, if they want me back, and, and and even Gutekind said, where the hell are you getting at? What do you mean? We did everything you wanted to do. We did everything. We brought back Cobb. We brought back Big Dog. We kept down on Lazard. We paid back Tiari. We brought in Kenny Clark. We paid Elton Jenkins. Everything you wanted to do. We traded up for wide receivers. We brought in another veteran. Everything you've wanted. And, oh, by the way, you can go home and take a bath in money. Everything you wanted, you got. What is this mutual diva crap? Like, oh, my God, fawn all over me. Shut up. You keep talking about the mutual want. They did everything you wanted them to do. You're the best that I've ever seen. You're one of the most talented quarterbacks ever to take a snap. And I have defended this guy over and over and over for postseason losses when this team shouldn't even have been there. 2014, that wasn't Rogers. He didn't have a great game, but that wasn't Rodgers, that was Bostic. That was Julius Peppers. That was a numerous myriad of things in which that th- th- those decisions lost that game. They had no business being in Atlanta for an NFC championship game. Had it not been for a guy on one leg with a bad calf throwing a pass to Jared Cook on the sideline that was pinpoint accurate, he got him there. He got him there. San Francisco, they had no business being in that that NFC championship game. They weren't that good of a football team. But he got them there. And then the defense sucked. Mostert ran wild. So for everybody to compare Rodgers and NFC championship games and wins, wins and losses, it's unfair. I've defended that. But when your teams needed you the most in the last three straight years, doing it the way you wanted to do, You walked off the field and your offense sucked. The play calling sucked. The offense sucked. The accuracy sucked. Everything sucked. It wasn't a defense. They could have helped a little bit more down the stretch in the game against Detroit. But the last three years, in perfect conditions, you walked off a Lambeau field a loser. And yet, we want to do it your way. We have to do it your way. You can win with these guys. And then you say, I can win another MVP. Who cares? I don't care about MVPs. What we care about in Green Bay is getting back to a Super Bowl while the legacy of two back-to-back Hall of Fame quarterbacks lives strong. That's it. 30-plus years of Hall of Fame quarterback play. 30-plus years. Two Super Bowls three appearances. That's it. You should have been to more. You should have been able to win in 2014. I agree with you. You should have been able to beat the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. You're the one that didn't run it in. You're the one that wasn't on the same page with your head coach, your head coach. Granted, that's a whole other story, but you weren't, you weren't on the same page. The way that offense played last year against San Francisco, that was embarrassing. It was bad. And your head coach didn't have the cojones to change things back to the way they were offensively prior to those guys coming back and that week leading up to it. Everything's set up. The snow globe, the week off, the rest, everything's set up. But you're the leader of this team. And this whole thing about mutual diva, I need the beloved and I need to come. Stop it. You are the epitome of what you despise. It's a joke. You are no better than Brett Favre at the end of his career waffling back and forth wanting the adulation wanting to walk through the tunnel again wanting 80,000 to stand up and scream for you and that's fine i th- look that's great that's that's a high in an adrenaline rush i will never know and i can only imagine how that can become addicting but don't be a hypocrite you can't take all the money and say you want everybody to be paid you can't waffle and say everybody else needs to be signed and i need to be taken care of and i don't want to be a part of this and i want- yes you have the power But use your power for good. If you committed right now and said, Brian, let's do this. Let's run it back. I want to do this, 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 and this. Let's get these guys in. Let's work on next year. You have the power, and instead, you want to pontificate and be like the girl that you're asking to the prom who's going to hang out and keep saying, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, until either one or two things happen. You're pathetic enough as a team to stand there and go, well, just let me know. And then when the music starts outside the gymnasium, you're standing there hoping the hoping the girl shows up for the prom. Because if your team moves on, they look like idiots. Or maybe they just had enough of your crap. And it also, by the way, cripples the team. Do, do you care? No, because it's not about the money, Right. 877 867 That's a truth. All of that's a truth. He has been an incredible quarterback. He has been unbelievable when it comes to surgical esque form and accuracy. It has been absolutely a 100% pleasure to watch. But the diva, the selfish, the almost swore right there, almost swore. The BS has to stop because it's cowardly at this point. 877 867 1670. More of the Bill Michael Show next.
4: Ready?
3: This is the Bill Michael Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
2: Program or mini camp. To me, it was bigger than this. It was about. Uh, trying to be a resource for the organization that I care about and love so much. Welcome back to the program. Good to have you,
0: Bill Michael Show back. And uh, there's a couple people that disagree with what I had to say. That's fine. I love it when they say trash takes. That's the, the most ballless, gutless thing you can possibly say. And then when I say here's the phone number, call the program. Crickets. Crickets. Just like the big tough people over on Twitter as well. Nobody. Mike. Nobody's going to call in. Love that. 877-867-1670. 877-867-1670. Give us a shout. By the way, uh, this is Chris Canty, a guy that played in the league. In the league. And this is what he had to say about uh, Aaron Rodgers and what Aaron Rodgers had to say on uh, the Pat McAfee show. How are you going to get all of those guys paid when you're getting $60 million in cash seeing. next year? That's the part that doesn't make sense. And if we're looking at it on the field, Aaron Rodgers is past the point where we are calling him a force multiplier consistently all 17 regular season games. Maybe he can have flashes. But I don't see the same guy that won back-to-back MVPs a couple of years ago. He's not that same player. We're talking about having everything be right around Aaron Rodgers in order for him to have success at the highest level. To me, that's not a quarterback that's making $50 million a year or a guy that's in line to make $60 million next year. That's why I think the Packers should rip the Band-Aid off, move off of Aaron Rodgers, get what you can get, and transition to Jordan Love. You started this process three years ago, you might as well see it through to the end. That's a guy that played in the league. Won a lot of games. Just a player's opinion. And there's more of that. I mean, we can go through them all. But um, a lot of guys have said, enough. You can't. And this is what I'm talking about. Look, like I said, if Roger just said, you know what? I'm going to take another month. Okay, good to go. You know, whatever. But when it's it's his words were, I'm going to wait and see. He feels he still can play. He feels he can still win MVP. OK, if the passion's not there, I give him credit. Then then by all means, go ahead and, and enjoy the rest of your life. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that at all. But don't be a hypocrite. That's my point. Don't be a hypocrite. When you say the things like I need this guy, I need that guy in my locker room in my this and my that. And I need these guys and the Packers go out and do everything. And then you say, well, it's got to be mutual. I mean, like, what more mutual do you want? Right. 877-867-1670 give us a shout. Mary, welcome to the program. How are you doing today?
5: Hi, I'm good. First time caller from up in Manitowoc, Wisconsin. Awesome. Um I- I've been listening and I've been listening well since Brett Favre was a quarterback and mm-hmm. the end of his career in Green Bay. Uh the whole thing sucked. And right. I think what sucked the worst was that all the sports commentators were talking about, is he going to retire? Is he going to retire? Is he going to retire? And in my opinion, it was you guys doing all the talking about retirement, and now it seems like you're doing the same thing with Aaron. It's like you're stirring There's up n- controversy. No, because- nobody
0: said a word yesterday but him. He's the only one that talked yesterday, Mary. I look yes, I agree that I, I right. But I agree. Hello, at nice the end of the
1: season
0: last week it was a natural question. What do you think? Okay, I get that. I can understand that. It, but would you not ask the question, Mary? Huh? Would you not ask the question at the end of season press conference and say, What do you think about coming back?
5: Well not if he's in, in contract. I mean, does it, isn't he in a contract for another
0: year? He's in a contract for another two years, as a matter of fact. Yeah. But he's the, one, he's the one that's alluded to the fact that he is going to take time away to think about whether or not he wants to come back.
5: Just out of the blue. Nobody asked
0: him. No, he has contemplated numerous times in public whether or not he's going to play past the age of 40. He's going yeah. to be 40. You know, so you have to ask the question. Now, I agree with you. Look, it, it, if we if there's nothing left to talk about and he says nothing, then you're just basically saying you're just waiting for him to come back. But do you agree when he goes on a pat? That's his show, the Pat McAfee show, his segment. Do you agree with that when he goes on there and starts just waxing about all this stuff that we can then talk about it?
5: Well, yeah, but that's not my point. My point is, uh oh. Much
0: farther back in time. Oh no, I I understand where you're coming from, and it was a back and forth. But also, don't forget, Brett Favre loved to talk about it too. Remember, he got asked on the field down in Chicago, and then started to cry about it, about whether or not he was going to come back. So I understand it, and we take a lot of blame for a lot of stuff. Mary, I appreciate the phone call. We take a lot of blame for a lot of stuff. Media takes a blame for everything. Why did you ask the question? Well. Because if we don't, you jump on us for not asking the right questions. How many times have I sat here and had people say, why can't they ask this? Why don't they have the balls to ask that? Well, then when you do ask the question, well, it's the media's fault. You can't have it both ways. Okay? Sometimes there are some questions that are pretty stupid. I agree with you. I, I myself roll my eyes like, ah, oh, come on. We don't need to get into this. This is, you know. But when it comes to... Um, certain things about, you know, and, and of course Brandon, who has absolutely zero cojones over on the Bud Light live stream to call the program Amen, Mary. Yeah, like it's our fault. And again, a guy that doesn't get it. Nobody in the media asked a question yesterday. Nobody. Nobody. They talked about the ability to play. And if you don't think that McAfee and uh, A.J. Hawk talk to Aaron ahead of time about what he wants to talk about, you're a fool. It's not like it just pops up. They know what they can and can't ask. And Rodgers throws it out there. That's fine. He has the right to do all of that. But when you say certain things and it's like, whoa, wait a minute, especially, especially, when the pontification of you are the smartest guy in the room. The smartest guy in the room. When you're that guy. And then you say things. Very vague. You know. You know exactly what it is you're doing. Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Mike, you're done. You're blocked, so I don't even see your stuff anymore. You have no no cojones to call the program. You want to argue over on Twitter where you got 140 characters, you're gone. Talk to you later. 877-867-1670. I think it is, I think what um, some of the things he said, I understand. Other stuff, very disingenuous. And nobody's going to call him on it. He'll never come on a program like this and and say, hey, wait a minute, you said this. Is it, is it about the money or not? How, how can you say that? You know? Here's what he had to say going back to June. Okay, you want something positive? Here's what he had to say going back to June 7th this year. Here it is.
2: Do you, you think you'll finish your career here? Yes, definitely.
0: Do you think you'll finish your career in Green Bay? Yes, definitely. That's right after he signed a contract and got all the money. Yes, definitely. 877 867 1670. 877 867 1670. You want to find us? Please feel free. Go ahead and give us a shout. Um, This is from Norby, who says, absolutely 100% spot on. He said, I'm so tired of the Rodgers Act. I don't know how he can say, bring all these guys back and I can win with them when you didn't win last year. Where's his explanation for that? One of my points. One of my points. Um, I love Jerry. says, block, threaten, ramble, bloviate, cuss, anything but substance. I gave you all the examples. I gave you all the substance, Jerry. You don't come on the program. You don't call. None of it. That's pretty cowardly. Just an FYI. Uh, Jeff says, any chance of getting Aaron Rodgers on the show? He doesn't do local. He made it very clear years ago that he doesn't want to do local. He does every now and then, like when uh, Mark Tauscher will ask him, I think he'll do that. But beyond that, he doesn't do local anymore. He made it very clear. Not just to me. I'm just saying in general. Um, Randy says at this point, let's not give him what he wants. Uh, let's start, you know, it, it, I I understand what you're saying there. Here's the thing though, with this, my whole, if, if, if Aaron says all of this yesterday and then comes back today and says, you know what, a couple of weeks, I'll let you know what, what, what I got going on. I know I'll feel it. That kind of thing, you know, talk to a couple of guys. Okay. I'm good with that. But what my whole argument has been was everything you wanted, you got, and you didn't make the postseason. Nobody cares about MVPs anymore. You've proven that. You can do that. But what people care about is getting a Super Bowl with you before you leave. That's what people care about. I said last year I don't care about the regular season. I care about the postseason. Didn't even get a postseason. Biggest games, biggest moments. It looked bad. Is it all Rodgers' fault? Hell no. Hell no. Not blaming it all on Rodgers. But when you say, well, I don't have a relationship and I don't have a, a, a good rapport with the young guys, well, then get in there and work with the young guys. You know, you can't say it's not all about the money, but you took all the money. You know, if you want to rework the contract, do you want to kick that can even further down the road? Are you going to stay more years than what you've said? Okay, uh, you know, maybe you make it a little bit easier on the team, but they still have to carry that burden. Everybody knows it. Every, there, there are, There's players, the only guy that I've ever heard that's in the corner of Rogers. 100% is Dominic Foxworthy. Otherwise, every player I have either talked to away from the mic or listened to over the last few days, specifically in the last 24 hours, every player has said the same thing. You're getting paid a ton of money. There's, there, there's no reason to ask for a commitment because they committed to you in every way. They brought your guys back. And most guys will state publicly, former players, Hall of Famers, whatever, that this is about me. This is about all me. And there's, it's not like they're not taking care of you. Because sometimes when it's about me, it's like, look, it's a business. I have to take care of me. But they've taken care of you. They did that. So what now? What now? Eight seven seven eight six seven sixteen seventy. Hit us up. Got more of the Bill Michael Show next. This is the Bill Michaels Show on the Wisconsin Sports Zone Radio Network.
3: Now, here's Mike Clemens. The Green Bay Packers are wrapping up meetings with their coaching staff. Yesterday, Aaron Rodgers appeared on The McAfee Show. The 39 year old quarterback says he's weighing his options.
2: Do I still think I can play, of course? Of course. Can I play at a high level? Yeah. The highest. I think I can win MVP again the right situation. Um right situation is that green bay or is that somewhere else i'm not sure
3: despite winning back-to-back most valuable player awards Rodgers has been unable to win in the postseason against the buccaneers the 49ers or even last week at home against the lions can aaron Rodgers still win the big games gm brian goodekinst they're all big games for us but certainly you know those the season enders are you know so magnified um as a team we've struggled to figure out a way to play really well in these final games you know we're continuing to look at that. Um, it's very important to us. Um, but, you know, whenever you don't finish the Super Bowl off of the win, you're going to look back and, and feel, you know, look at why you didn't play better in those games. The divisional playoff games begin this Saturday with the Jaguars taking on the Kansas City Chiefs. Down 27 to nothing, former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson led the Jags to a 31 to 30 comeback win. Obviously winning the Super Bowl uh, a few years ago, greatest coaching victory Um as a team, this one, this one's right up there with it. And uh, my hat's off to our guys for just battling. That's Jaguars head coach Doug Peterson. I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show.
0: Welcome back to the program. Good that you're on board today. Certainly appreciate you being here. This portion of the uh, program brought to you by our friends at Wisconsin Harley-Davidson. Go to WISHD.com. That is WISHD.com. Again, Wisconsin Harley-Davidson, WISHD.com. Highway 67 in Oconomowoc. Great place uh, and really, really good people out there. Not to mention a bunch of the uh, 2023s getting ready to roll in. Everybody's excited about the new launch and such. So Uh, the 2023s are coming and Wisconsin Harley Davidson's got new. They have used. They have tons of motor clothes. They have a clearance room dedicated to everything. So uh, stop in at Wisconsin Harley Davidson, wishd.com, Highway 67 in Oconomowoc. Tell them we said hi. Let's get to the phone calls. Let's go to Todd listening to us in Mount Horeb. Todd, welcome to the program, The Bill Michael Show, man. What's going on?
4: Hey, Bill. Great show. Uh, um, I think there's a bit of an overreact here. Um, to what? Just some. Um, I mean, we say they had everything. Rodgers had everything he wanted as far as a team. I don't think anybody thought or would say they want two rookie wide receivers is, is what they wanted. Now, that's not anybody's fault, but it happened.
0: No, but, but let's, let's be honest. Do you think if uh, two years earlier they'd have dealt with Devontae and not had to deal with Aaron Rodgers, that Devontae most likely would still be here? Yes, he talked about moving west for his family, but he wanted a contract first and foremost.
4: Well, I, part I don't understand about that is if they were able to offer him more than what the Raiders were after he already decided to leave, why couldn't they have known, okay, we can offer him this before we know what Rodgers wants? If they say, okay, Rodgers is going to want 50, couldn't they, couldn't they have had an idea what what area he was going to want?
0: Uh, the way I understand it was it wasn't until he got just completely pissed off and didn't want to deal with it anymore that they really came to the table. Could they have? Yes, absolutely.
4: Okay. And then as far as as far as about the money um, this year, anyway, when he was talking about the money, it was is that going to be factor in his decision to retire or not? Right. So, I mean, it wasn't about the money, the money. Yeah. He wants the most he can make. But, but, Todd, as as here's a re- question
0: for you. Let me ask you this. Okay, if it wasn't about the money, then why not take a deal that's loaded in the front and then in the back end it doesn't mean as much for the cap hit against the team if you decide not to come back, if it's not about the money. Because he gets the money regardless. Right. So he can say it's not about the money because he's getting, a, he's getting $40 million regardless. But my argument is if it's not about the money, then why do you demand the money?
4: Him retiring was not about the money correct whether he's going to retire or not it's not about the money he can walk away he's fine with that but yeah i agree that i certainly wish he would take less i mean it's it's his option but i I, I, that's one thing I've, i've never i've been down on him about certainly um and then as far as do you think do you think you will spend the rest of your career um at green bay yes i think definitely i think i will but we we can't look into the future. No, he said yes, stuff.
0: definitely. He never said I think. He said yes, definitely. No,
4: but the question was, do you think I right. will spend the rest of your? Do you think? Well, yes, I definitely think I will spend the rest of my career. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I I I'm down on him for some of this, but I, I there's it's always it's never as extreme as what people want to make it, or as or as little as what people want to make it. I always think there's a spot in the middle that it probably falls, and we would react on emotion for sure.
0: I uh, I uh, I can agree with all of that, but my argument is that when you say things, when you, he was asked a question by AJ Hawk uh, about you know playing and such, which is the 800 pound you know elephant in the room, the big giant pink elephant in the room, okay, but he didn't go on just about yeah you know I'm going to take a little more time and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to be all in. He talked about everything, about what he wants, his locker room, what he wants to do, who he wants to finish with, how he can win MVPs. I mean, my assumption is there, if he wins an MVP, you're on your way to the postseason, that's for sure. But it was all about what he wants, what, he, and he's in a position to say that. But it becomes filled with hypocrisy after a while. It ju- if you really listen to what he had to say and all the guys he wants back, and then he says, I can win with them. My question is, well, then why didn't you? The only guy that left was Devontae Adams. And Zedarius Smith. And Zedarius wasn't even with the team, really, for the most part last year. And he doesn't even want to talk about Zedarius because he seems to be so mad at him. So the only guy that left was Devontae. So you're meaning to tell me we should have paid Devontae and not you because you didn't make the postseason. Because you didn't make the postseason with all the guys that you paid. Good stuff. A lot more of the Bill Michaels Show. We're only one hour in. Stay tuned. We'll be back right after this.